now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 495th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am here with my smug co-host. We've got R Sigma. Hey! And we've also got Sublime Manic coming back for the second week in a row. That's right. I double booked. You double booked. You, <laughs> we can't get enough of you, man. I can't either. The feeling is mutual. Oh, we can't get enough here in the house. Welcome to the Puckle Podcast, though. If you're new, Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. The Royal We. Uh, the other guy's not here anymore. Please don't ask for him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> like happens. It happens like twice a year, I think. Be like, yeah, you should get Sycamore on the show. And it's just like, I did that one. Do the people who say this, do, do okay. Yeah, we talk everything okay. here. <laughs> we talk everything here from the, uh, in Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. And, uh, yeah, the people who say this are, are typically very, uh, very young. I was going to say, they're the ones who started at episode one. And, uh, yeah, they'll like go to episode one and be like, why isn't Puckle the way it was in 2007? And the answer is because it's 2021. And things have changed. <laughs> Boy, have things changed since 2007. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good time. I've been doing some fun, fun little, little things. Right, I, I'll ask you guys what you've been up to lately. Anything? Eh, I've been shiny hunting. Oh, what have you shiny hunting? Uh, well, I finished my collection of like all the Galarian forms, which was kind of cool. Ooh. The, uh, the Golden Week Meowth was, uh, it helped. It helped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that saved me multiple days of breeding a Galarian Meowth that I wouldn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shiny hunted Regigigas, and that was kind of cool. It was like, it was old shiny hunting. Oh, that's fun. I did see that on your Twitter. Yeah, that was actually a fun one, because you just, uh, with the Switch's button remapping, I just put, like, Z, R to A, and mm-hmm. it was a pretty fast process of resetting it, so okay. that was nice. That's Sniffy. fun. It happened faster than I thought, because I don't think Shiny Charm actually affects it, so I didn't actually have it on my second account either, so. Okay. That was nice. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was classic Shiny resetting. It was nice. Classic Shiny resetting? Classic. <laughs> classic Shiny resetting. Haha. All right. What about you, Sublime? Anything, anything new this week other than uh, your preparation for uh, the Snivy episode? Uh, right, so it's episode 495, Stand Alive with Snivy. Yeah, it's his dex number. It is. Yeah, you know, not really. Uh, I've been playing a bit of Pokemon Masters more recently, because they had a Hoenn event happening, and they're about to add Kyogre and Groudon, so that's cute for all the Hoenn fans. I did see You know that. who you are. Is that exciting? I don't know. It actually is. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it is. I didn't know if it was exciting or not. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool units. Okay. The the units are cool. The yeah. event leading up to them was kind of boring. Oh, no, but they did just recently do an update where, um, like, they added a bunch of free-to-acquire characters through a, like, new currency system that's okay. also pretty cool. Characters that should have had the Pokemon to begin with, 
Right, right. They gave characters alts. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They gave Karen Umbreon, as it should be. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of. They gave Zinnia a Salamence too. Yeah, which is nice. Uh, Morty, I love Morty. Uh, getting the Mismagius. Mm-hmm. They didn't add Ramos and uh, Go Goat yet, though. So I don't that's know. That's okay. you know, that's the sleeper agent. You know, that's the sleeper mm-hmm. agent. They forgot about him. They know people want it, so it'll be on a it'll be on an actual summoning. Somewhere. Ramos isn't even the worst character to use, you know, because sleep is so strong in that game. <laughs> yeah, but if you have a Delphox, it doesn't matter. I do, and I have a three out of five <laughs> Delphox, so it don't matter. But you know, it's nice if you don't. <laughs> It's a good budget option. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have a Serena, he, he's okay. Yeah, if you don't have Serena and Delphox, then uh, Ramos and Victory Bell. Not bad. Now you know mm. if you didn't. But you would know if you did. But now it, you know if you didn't. It's okay. I didn't need to know. It's I. You didn't. But now you do. So I've burdened you. I'm with not knowledge. like a huge uh, Pokemon <laughs> Masters person. I, it's I cute. Know. It's cute. I, I just can't get into a gotcha. I love a gotcha. I love a gotcha. Problem is, I've got that Pokemon brain where it's like, gotta catch them all, and then no. gotcha. No, 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 like, no, no. you can't do Absolutely that with gotcha. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> no you no, can't do no. that with gotcha. Nope. Or you die. <laughs> you take what you got, and you're good. Pick your favorite. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get one. You get one or maybe two, and you're done. Because gotchas. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. I, I mean, I just can't do gotchas. That's my personal thing. I know. That's like, fair. I know, like, That's you valid. doing it sublime and Sigma and also, like, Shamu's super into gotchas. Super into gotchas. Yes. Yes, he is. We like to talk shop with each other. <laughs> yeah. I don't put money into gotchas. Uh, though, yeah. I've been tempted with resplendent heroes. And, uh, Listen, I have a oh. Fae Pass that I'm not going to apologize for. That's another <laughs> story. <laughs> Fae Pass isn't buying the gotcha. It's, you're Listen, actually they gave Leaf a resplendent. It was without question, okay? <laughs> it was without question. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge anybody to each yeah, their own, right? No. Like, as long mm-hmm. as you're not, you're not like gambling yourself away to the point where you can't live, I'm not going to judge No, them. no. So, I, more power to you. I mean, for myself, I, I played some. I played some Pokemon Blue this week for funsies. I'm just, I'm just chugging fun. along. I've been pretty bad Very about. Fun. I was like, I was trying to make sure that like I was doing like a post a day on Twitter, but I dropped off on that. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'll get some more soon. Uh, I, I, I didn't. There were a few days where I just didn't play because I'm trying to let my wife catch up because she's playing Red. Ah, man. I don't know. Like anybody play, who has ever like gone back to Gen One, there's so much about Gen One, like. One, like, there's nostalgia, because, like, I'm actually playing on cart, and honestly, playing on cart versus playing on the virtual console, there's a huge difference for nostalgia, only nostalgia, and I'll explain Mm -hmm. why, and that's mostly because if you ever played Pokemon Red and Blue on a Game Boy Color, there's actually quote-unquote color to the game. Yeah, that's how I played. Yeah. I got a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue for Christmas one year. Yeah, they have shades. Like every yeah. city's a different like. No, no, color. that's only in yellow. That's Motif. only in yellow. Hmm. If you play, if you play blue and red, red is it's far like tinted uglier, blue, by the isn't way. It? Yeah, it's tinted blue and blue version, and it's tinted like red in red. Reddish. Version. Yeah. Red's horribly ugly because like there's gonna there's sometimes like pinkish red assets that like pop in to the blue version when when you're on the on a color system. You'd be like, oh, well, so it's going to be like a light bluish color in Pokemon Red. And the answer is no, absolutely not. Here, have lime green. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it doesn't go you well know, together at all. That actually makes sense. That actually makes sense because the Japanese versions were red and green. Yeah. I suppose. That yeah. became red and blue. Probably to some extent. But it's, uh, 
Yeah, it was uh, interesting to, I don't know, like, it just, like, there's that wave of nostalgia, and, like, I, I just get those moments of, like, like, there's, there's, like, a Thatch before Thatch time moment, you know, with Pokemon enjoyment. I don't, I don't know that enjoying is the right word for most of these things, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. They are things that give nostalgia. <laughs> I definitely have nostalgia, fe- nostalgic feelings. Yeah, I mean, walking around, there's no running shoes in that game, are there? No, but like I would say all. the walk, the walk speed's faster than like standard walk speed in, in okay, standard okay. Games now. Then, oh, it would have to be. It would have uh, to be to go. I'd back say to the it. walk speed is far better now than it used to be. Are you going to use the Mew glitch to get your Mew? I already did. Yeah. Oh, you have to do missing nice, no. Nice. You got a missing no. You know. I already did the Mew, the Mew glitch to go get the Mew. Uh, and then I went and I, I changed the IDs so that, because the idea, I don't know how much you're, you're aware of what I'm doing is I'm doing like 100%ing Gen 1. Yeah, you were going to dex it, right? I'm yeah. gonna, well, I'm going to living dex, uh, and then I'm going to transfer it. I'm going to like, I'm going to import it into a Pokemon blue on a homebrew 3DS and then shove it into bank mm. when it's done. And then that way they're like, they're always there at home and it's kind of cool to be like, yeah, I did that. Um, but also, more importantly, Pokemon Stadium. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think being able to play Pokemon Stadium is the bigger like that's the only reason to play on cart and not the virtual console, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah that, that. is for the <laughs> Pokemon Stadium ability, the ability to play on mm. Pokemon Stadium. Unless you want the colors, I'm really upset the virtual console doesn't give you the option to have the colors like you're playing on a Game Boy Color. Uh, like that's mm-hmm. a huge bummer. But the real thing to do with Pokemon Stadium is get all the alts for all the mini games. Uh, you mm-hmm. can't do that in the original one. It was only Stadium 2, right? Mm. That was only in Stadium 2. Stadium 2's minigames are definitely better than Stadium 1's minigames. Where you get to bring the scissor to the pincer-scyther cut battle. I always remember there being, like, way more than there were, but there's actually only something like four or five. That sounds uh, sadly about right. Yeah, I, like, it's, uh, it's unfortunately, uh, unfortunately a low number of, uh, of Pokemon that you can, like, bring in custom. Which is a bummer. Uh, so it yeah, Scizor in the cut game, Girafferig in the Ferret game. You can bring in Pikachu if you have Pokemon Yellow into the Pichu Zapper game. Interesting. Okay, I w- I would have never done that because I'd always have like yeah, gold, gold or silver, slot. right? And then you have uh, Ammonite for the Togepi game, and that is it. No substitutes for the Magikarp jump. No, no. <laughs> well, the Magikarp jumps to Stadium One. Uh, ah, I thought it was both. Nope. Hmm. I, I would say the mini games in Stadium Two are better than the mini games in Stadium One, though. Hmm. I think I've only ever used Girafferig and Scizor. I will never forget finding this out. By the way, I used to have this friend when I was a kid. He didn't. We didn't go to school together. But like our moms just worked together, so it was one of those things where like we were forced to be friends, and we were pretty good friends. And I we used to play Pokemon together all the time. So like we'd get together, and it would just be us on our Game Boys, and then like he had an, we'll be at his house, and he'd have like a cool N sixty four or something. Mm. And, and we'd like get on that and i remember we were just like neither of us had scissor yet and we're like let's go get scissor let's go get scissor and so both he and i like went and caught scythers and got the metal coats to trade and go get the scissors and then like i remember we were like on the phone with each other trying to figure out like what level he learned stuff and everything <laughs> but i remember we were like after we got the scissors we like plugged into the pokemon stadium too and we were just like oh man let's play some mini games and, like we played the mini games and we got to like the cut one and like the scissors were just there and we're just like whoa this is so, such a cool Easter egg, um, which it is. I mean, that is what it is. So it was, uh, I don't know. That's, that's Thatch's like random story that nobody asked for today. But on that note, uh, <laughs> this is a good place to stop and go talk about the news. So let's go kick it on over to the news.
And welcome to the news in the news. We've got a few things, uh, most of them boring. And so the, fir- the first piece of news, Pokemon Home, everybody's favorite piece of Pokemon software, <laughs> will be receiving an update next month that adds a special calendar to keep track of when Pokemon were caught. Wow, guys. To be fair, that's going to be like really cute to see which Pokemon I caught way back in. Yeah, that's true. Diamond and Pearl, I think, is when we first kept track of dates. So Yeah, no, that'll be kind of cute. I mean, I just, they're like making a bigger deal out of it, I think, than it needs to be. <laughs> also, if you do that, you're, you also get uh, GMAX, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur distributed through Pokemon Home at the same time. Eh. Eh. If you haven't gotten Isle of Armor, I guess that's kind of nice for you. It's not as exciting as Hidden Ability Starters last year. No, no, this is definitely, this is definitely, uh. This is a step, a step down. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely not one of the more exciting ones. Pissimian and Oranguru hidden abilities were more exciting than this. You're right. We've had these for a year. Yeah. You get one if you had the DLC. Like, eh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> and then you could just breed yeah. one, breed another of like the same, of the other species. And feed it soup. And then just give it the soup. Then you're done. Wow. True. Easy. Yeah. Eh. That's very disappointing. The only good news I see in this is that home is being updated like actively still. Well, they have to. It's being updated without a game. Yeah. It's being updated without a game release. Yeah. So which I cool. find really nifty. It means that it's not going to get kind of forgotten and pushed to the side like Pokebank was when it came out. It's going to be, it's not going to be like a one and done. It's at least receiving updates and maybe one day it'll be the piece of software we all want it to be. <laughs> and that's, that's where it'll be. I don't know. It, the menu management's still horrible. <laughs> I really don't like it. But, uh, moving on though, uh, I'll let Sigma talk about whatever's written in blue. Oh, yeah. Uh, that news story last week about the Proud Warrior mission being bugged in new Pokemon Snap. They patched it. Yay. Yay. So you can, you can finish that mission now. Yay. <laughs> Without having a 1.0 version, essentially. I hate those missions, by the way. I do too. Uh, I, I do hate too them because oh. they're so hard. It doesn't always work. <laughs> right? There's not consistency and I, eh, yeah, eh. they're not great. I don't like it. Like, some of them are consistent, others are not. Yeah. It's like... Yep, that's where I'll leave that. That's where I'll leave that. Uh, Okay, Uh, Sublime, you've got this next almost exciting thing. Yes, yes it is. Uh, So, anime enthusiasts and Poke fans alike, be noted that Ash visited Oak's Ab in the most recent episode of the anime. So, if you're into that nostalgia trip... Uh, prepare for that coming to Netflix later this year. Um, the more you watch, the more exciting it'll be. Uh, also, if you're you in know? the anime, we got a show for you. Let me tell you over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast <laughs> for at the $5 tier. You can listen to a bunch of us talk over the anime and then review the anime when we're done with it. It's a good time. I, I mean, I liked recording it. Um, we're still working out the kinks on like the pacing and everything, but it's getting there. People enjoyed it overall. I mean, we've gotten favorable reviews from our critics, which are just the patrons. <laughs> mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. If you wanted to do that, it's just $5 a month to get that extra puckly content. All right, video game battling news. The next season of online battles begins June 1st and will continue to utilize the Series 9 rule set. 
no idea what changes will come when Series 10 is released. I'm hoping ban list, by the way. I, I want ban list back too. I don't care if it's Series 7 or Series 8 ban list, but I want ban list. Band I list would love ban list back. Well, we didn't have ban list since after Crown Tundra, right? So Right? We haven't yeah. had ban list since after Crown Tundra. I'd love to see a ban list post Crown Tundra. And I think the more exciting thing is, like, given the dates that we just got for BDSP, is that uh, Series 11 will start in October. No, yeah, you're right. Series, no, ser- so Series 10 is going to happen. August, start September, August. October. Okay, so it would be 11. Yeah, so 11 is going to start during the release of BDSP, which means that maybe Swish is still, like, the active game. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's the only, like, I'm crossing my fingers because that's our best hope to, like, get more Pokemon. <laughs> also, it seems weird for uh, compatibility's sake that they release Pokemon, like, mid-season and they just wouldn't be available to use, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, because, I agree with you. like, when, uh, when they did the home update, you couldn't use the new Pokemon right away. No, you had to you wait. You had to wait for the next season. Mm-hmm. And if the new season starts that month, then... If there's compatibility update, then you're not going to get to use them for like two, three months. Well, that's that seems so. sounds reasonable because like by then you'll finish Legends apparently. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, all right, moving on though, uh, we got Pokemon Go stuff. Go for it. Yeah, have fun. Have at it. So they announced more details on GoFest this year. It is five dollars. It's taking place July seventeenth and eighteenth. Uh, we've got costumed Pikachu's are like the big seller apparently instead of Meloetta, which is weird. That's maybe Meloetta still there. Maybe it's dumb. I I could see not Melo- that I care either way. Not I could see Meloetta being there still, but yeah, I don't it's know. like they're they're not using it for advertisement. It's still weird that Manaphy's not there. By the way, I still think that'll be like a tie-in to BDSP, but we'll see. I don't disagree with you. I could totally see like the Manaphy egg coming from Go connecting to BDSP. Yeah, I could totally. That's see my that. expectation. That's why it's not there yet, because they wanted to be like, yeah, we can sell BDSP. <laughs> We're mad at VX. But uh, yeah, there's Pikachus. There's Chatots going to be available, I believe, everywhere. So that's, that's cool. That's probably Sock the most exciting throw. thing. Sock and Throw will be worldwide. So That's also exciting. <laughs> it's semi-exciting. Like, you can just trade for those things. It's- yeah, but I have to find a foreigner to do that with. You understand how hard it is to find a foreigner in Ohio? No, no, I mean one person pays for the GoFest and then they can just trade you the okay, things you need. I mean, for five yeah. bucks, though, I'm not too worried about it. For oh, five- yeah, for five bucks. Uh, I guess the second day of it is a raid day and you get like 20 raid passes. Well, what? That's a lot of raid passes. That's a passes. lot of raid passes. For 20 I mean, exactly. bucks, that's worth it. For five bucks, for five bucks, it. though. That's five yeah, bucks. Yeah, like take that, it. That's why I'm getting it. It's like, oh, right. That's a lot of XP. I'll <laughs> get the level yeah. 41. Do that, please. That's fine. Uh, do that. <laughs> I'm very excited yeah. for that, actually. Like, GoFest isn't exciting as years past, but, like, you can do it anywhere, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. I, I liked what they did last year. Last year's was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 2020's GoFest was probably the best one. I, I don't know. I also just appreciate being able to attend without having to fight for tickets and then go to Chicago or some nonsense. Mm-hmm. Remember that first one? Mm-hmm. Oh, that mess. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, first one was a they, mess. They figured it out. Yeah. But like, Learning I I also growing. still don't like the idea of like having to physically go somewhere to do these events. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, right. I mean, maybe it's just me, but my COVID brain's just like, mm-mm, never again. <laughs> yeah, those safari zones. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, we got a couple other small things I've got here. Clam Pearl's going to be the breakthrough research for June. So good on anyone who doesn't have Clam Pearls yet. And the remote fairy passes will be continuing weekly. So yay. And then 
June 8th through the 13th, we will get a Slowpoke event with Galarian Slowpoke, Galarian Slowbro, and Mega Slowbro in the game. Yay! Did we not get Sl- Galarian Slowking? <laughs> I, I was about to say, I don't know where Galarian Slowking is. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. I still think the way they have Galarian Slowpoke evolve in the main games is absolutely dumb. <laughs> I think it's literally the worst. I, I think just being like, oh, it needs to have like these random items we made up. Ha ha ha. It's so cheeky. It's just like, no, this is dumb. It's how you gated Slowking from not being able to evolve till Crown Tundra. Yes. It was just like, you just wanted to gate this. Like, that's all you, that's all this reeks of. And then they went and changed like the rivals team in Isle of Armor after the, they released Crown Tundra 2 and added yeah. Slowking to them. Yeah, I, think I don't know. Avery even changed his primary Pokemon to being Slowking. It's whatever. Or Galarian Slowking at the end, but whatever. I, I don't, I don't care. Galarian Slowbird looks cool though. Yeah. I, I like his design. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Sublime, finish it off. All right, more Pokemon Go news. Uh, five star rates for June. From the 1st to the 17th, you got your Regis, you got your Rock, your Steel, your Ice. And then a surprise legendary will be in raids from the 18th to the 30th. So I'm guessing something new. This uh, is a surprise. Probably. It, May, we'll see. Is there much new right now? Like, or is it? It could be Reggie. Maybe a new raid. Gigas, yeah. maybe? Reggie yeah, Gigas. It could be Regigigas because that was like an EX raid for a while, right? It was a paid thing and then it was yeah. like an EX raid and then. Exactly. Paid. Yeah, that could, I could see that. Maybe it'll be the new Reggie's. It could be Reggie Drago, Reggie Alecki, something like that. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, it says legendary, not legendaries, but I don't know. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find more. It when could it be happens. one or the other. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So keep your eyes out for that. And then mm-hmm. spotlight hours for June, which run from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. So just to be clear, it's during local time. Yeah. Uh, on June 1st, you've got Dwebble with double catch experience. On the 8th, you've got Abra with Double Catch Candy. And on the 15th, you've got Slowpoke uh, with Double Transfer Candy. And mm. Swinub on the 22nd has Double ex- uh, Evolution Experience. Okay, but here's what y'all were waiting for, okay? Apom on the 29th has Double Stardust Catch. So That's good. That's, I mean, I think it's see, the same, that's the it's one. The same pattern, that's the typically. One. Yeah. I mean, it's nice... Dwebble's great for catching rock Pokemon for that Mew Research if you still need it, and Swinub's great for getting ice Pokemon, so those are both mm-hmm. semi-rare. That's good. Good for you. They're also changing the season. Did they announce changing the season and what that is yet? I don't know. Yeah, Season of Legends is going to be over. Okay, yeah. so uh, a couple things. These are Puckle News items for those of you who really like Puckle and us. Summer League, which is our annual tournament where you can go collect gym badges in our Discord server at PuckleDiscord.com. You can come over, you can battle the gym leaders, they'll each have a set time that you can come to to try to battle them, or you can also uh, just, like, set up something private with them if you can't make their time and you need to get eight badges before the tournament. At the end, you uh, you end up facing everybody who hit eight badges, and the winner's the winner. Yay! It's a good time. Uh, we also will sell the uh, badges physically as pins again this year so please feel free to uh buy those we'll post those online as soon as the uh the league gets started as well as well as tcg mats that i still have left over you can buy those (laughs) (laughs) they're nice irl events are starting up again so you can buy some (laughs) i think next time i'm gonna i'm also gonna do some larger mats so that i can have like a desk mat instead of just tcg mat size 
That'd be nice. I think that might be nice. Maybe, there might be. That's what I do with them. That's what I've been using them for. But I think maybe going instead of like, I think they're like 24 inches long going like 28 mm-hmm. or 30 might be. Uh, yeah. Might be nice. So yeah, keep the news out for that. Uh, the other thing is you might notice this is episode 495. <laughs> that's right. Uh, which means that we are getting very close to episode 500 of the Puckle podcast. And people are just like, that's such a big number. And the answer is yes, and it ends with two zeros. And people are very, very excited about that. I don't know that they're me, but they are. And so uh, we are going to do some special things with that episode, not the episode itself, but I've got a few things planned, just like some teasers for things that I want to do during the week of Puckle 500. One, Puckle 500 is going to be live over at twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast on July 3rd, I believe is the date of this, July 3rd um, at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can come over to Twitch and see that. We might stream a little bit afterwards as well, so just for funsies. Um, but you can also go ahead and uh, we're, we're going to try to have a bunch of other events happening on Twitch at the same the, during the week as well. The other thing that I really want to do uh, is I want to kind of do like a co-host Q&A panel type deal because Discord lets you like have panels now uh, as if you're at a convention. So I kind of want to do some of that where you guys can go ahead and ask the co-host any questions that you want to ask them. And then that'll probably become episode 501. So that can have a week off on July 10th <laughs> or, uh, or on July. That would come out on July 12th, actually. My apologies. But please feel free to uh, to do that. If you have any ideas of things you might want to see during that week, please feel free to let us know as well. I'm very excited just to kind of celebrate Puckle in that way. But on that note, that is all of the news. We are going to go ahead and we are going to switch on over to the Puckles Pokey Quiz section of the show, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction, Mark. If you would like to submit trivia questions, please remember you can go to PuckleDiscord.com and drop them in the trivia channel. You can try to stump our co-hosts here. But we've got our five questions locked and loaded if Sigma and Sublime are ready. So our first question this week is going to come to you from Liger himself, the trivia grabber. That's what I'll call him. Guru. Guru, I don't know is the right word. He, like, grabs them for me. (laughs) (laughs) What generation is the only one to change the game console found inside the player's home from one game to another? This is for internationally released versions of the games. Oh, no. I, isn't Whoa. it? Whoa. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait. No, I mean, no. It's between. Hmm. F- change the game console found so in the player's room. So it's the same game. From one. No, not the game. Uh, well, I'm going to say Within game console. That same I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, so in the same generation, what generation is the only one to change the game console found inside the player's home from one game to another? So if the game is in the the games are in the generation, not games on the console. Right. So that's what I read it as. I'm dumb. So is it like Sun and Moon and Let's Go have different game systems? What gen is Let's Go considered? Seven. seven. OK, then sure. Yeah. 
Uh, this is correct. Gen 7 is correct because you upgrade from a Wii U in Sumo to a Switch in both Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and Let's Go. And that's an upgrade that people need to make. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that may have been on a recent trivia rewind too. But, um. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. This one is going to be from your second general trivia question is going to come to you from Spike. There is one generation of Pokemon games where the Pokemon professor shows in the introduction sequence, uh, has a chance to be shiny. What generation is that? Hmm. So like when the Pokemon's like, this Wait, is a Pokemon what? and the Pokemon pops out of a ball, you know, you get that little uh, animation. I feel like it's gen five. But one of those gens, one gen has a chance to have the Pokemon that pops out of the ball be shiny. That is so random. I feel like it's gen five. Uh, that's fine. I have no idea. In gen five. <laughs> sure. I don't know. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, you knew that. I think the Minchino can be shiny. <laughs> the Minchino in black and white and the Chinchino in black and white, too, have normal shiny odds at the beginning of the game. Why? I don't know. Huh? Thank you. Thank you for that, I guess. Um, Pokemans. Uh, but all right. So this next one is your Pokedex entry question. And this week it's going to come to you from K King. And it says it's Pokemon sword entry reads. As half-hearted as this Pokemon's kicks may be, they pack enough power to shatter Conkledur's concrete pillars. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. What game was that from? Pokemon Sword. Sword. Got it. Hmm. Half-hearted kicks. It's half-hearted not really kicks. into kicking, but it will. It's like, okay, okay about it, yeah. It's like, I guess if I have to. Um, yeah. I, hmm. See, the kicker Pokemon. is, we don't have it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, I don't think it would be, like, scraggy, right? No, right? No. That'd be, that would be weird, right? I don't think it would be, maybe it's Tyrogue. Is Tyrogue strong? I thought Tyrogue was, like, very not strong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's Hitmonlee, tough. but Hitmonlee wouldn't be slacker Hitmon- about its legs, Hitmon- you know? Exactly. Hitmonlee's not going to be a slacker about kicking. Uh, Maybe, it, maybe it's Hitmontop because it punches and kicks. I don't, hmm. Uh, watch it be Hitmonchan. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why it's not into kicking. <laughs> I'm gonna need an answer before I can give you your second entry. Oh, give, me, gosh. give me some um, guess. You get a free guess, essentially. Are we feeling a uh, Hitmon? I I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's Lapunny, but uh, I oh, say Tyro. Mm, let, sure, let's say Tyro. Tyro is incorrect. So your next entry comes from Pokemon Black. It's oh, Pokemon okay. Black entry reads, groups of them beat up anything that enters their territory. Okay, I think each it's can, <laughs> Each can spit acidic liquid from its mouth. Oh. I, I suddenly feel it's Scraggy. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. All right. Because I believe Scraggy does have, like, poison to its... It oh, it's like the new Umbreon. Right? It's like the new Umbreon yeah. that's not a poison type that mentions poison. Yeah. I think mm. it, it might be Scraggy, yeah. Scraggy is good enough. Uh, the answer is actually Scrafty, but it's the same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it to you. So that's three for three today. Scrafty has a bad attitude and I love that about him. Your next question is going to be worth up to three points here today. Um, there are three answers to this question. So one point for each answer, or there's actually four. Never mind. One point for each answer still. This one comes to you from Mudkip Boy. What Pokemon have abilities that grant immunities that the Pokemon already has? <laughs> uh, well we already know rotom f <laughs> rotom yes. fl- flying rotom that counts yes that's one okay so it would be 
It has okay. Mm-hmm. So what are the abilities that grant immunities? That might so be the easiest place to So it would be lightning rod on uh, lightning rod on uh, oh on gra- right on right yeah, right on yeah right yeah. Yep. Period. We'll take that. That's one. That's two. There's two more. Okay. Uh, might be lightning rod on some other ground type, but doesn't Marowak maybe get it? Yeah, Marowak gets it. Yeah, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, Marowak. Well, that's three. So <laughs> that's three. That <laughs> gives you the points. So the fourth one is uh, Shedinja because Shedinja is already immune to normal t- and fighting type moves. Got mm. it. And Wonder yeah, Guard. Sense, yeah. And Wonder Guard it blocks it. All right. So that gives you guys. Uh, you guys are up to six for four. Um, you haven't used the hint yet. This next one is your base stat question. So that means you guys have to tell me which Pokemon has this particular base stat. This one's going to come to you from Murray. What unevolved Pokemon at its lowest stage, think Little Cup, has the highest special defense? So it's a Little Cup Pokemon. Why would we know this? I don't know. I feel like we're going to have to yeah. use the hint. You can use the hint <laughs> yeah, or not. We'll I don't know. Hint. I just read we'll the questions, the okay? <laughs> it's a dual type Pokemon and one of the types is flying. Interesting. Uh, and this is Little Cup knowledge. Form. Maybe it's Volibee? That makes sense. Uh, also, I'll give you the number for the special defense stat. It is 120. Oh, <laughs> dang. Oh, no. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, Solgaleo's thingy, right? Cosmo. Isn't that like nothing but defense? Oh, but that's a Yeah, but that's not stage. the lowest form. Cosmog uh, is garbage. Mm, yeah, Cosmog is like hot garbage. That's right. Mm. This Pokemon was introduced in Diamond and Pearl as well. Diamond hmm. and Pearl, part flying. Oh. Um... Oh, it's Mantike. Oh, yup, yup, yup. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> that Mantike <checks> out. <laughs> is correct. Uh, <laughs> with a base stat, uh, a special defense base stat of 120. Next is Tentacool and Galarian Corsola at 100. Huh. Yeah. Tentacool's that high? That checks like, out. Yeah. That checks out. Well, yeah. Galarian uh, Corsola is like, yeah. Tentacool. Good, Tentacool. Good on it. Right? Um, tight null at 95, and then drowsy nose past duskull and mime jr. all at 90. Hmm. Like, what? Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, I thought it would have been a psychic type. That gives you guys I was expecting like seven a points today. Too. <laughs> uh, that gives you guys like uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, good things. Seven points, a lot of today? points that don't matter. A lot of points lot that don't points matter because they'll go away <laughs> next week. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so. Uh, it does change up the standings, <laughs> if that matters to anybody. So it let me doesn't. go data. It doesn't. <laughs> um, it's fine. Um, in first place, we've got Claude, uh, nine, with 23 points. Send in all of your hardest trivia. He needs, he needs seven next week. Make him work for it. <laughs> you can stop him from getting there. You can stop him. Uh, P. McGee in Whimsicott tied for second with 21. Sigma in fourth with 19. Linian and Seth Bilo tied for fifth with 14. Jushiro and Sublime tied for seventh with 13. Shamu in ninth with eight. And Basket has yet to get on the board. Seven for seven. Where we go. Uh, all right. So we're going to go ahead and kick it on over after this short break to the topic. Hey, guys, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast where... We go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes. You can listen to the commentary real-time as you watch the show. Or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making. And I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Pokemon release dates. What do they even mean? 
this is due to both BDSP and Legends Arceus getting release dates this week without a trailer for the first time. And I think, oh my gosh, I think since Black and White too. I think this is the first mm-hmm. time we haven't gotten a release date with a Pokemon game. Auras dropped a trailer for theirs. Uh, X and Y definitely dropped the trailer with theirs. It was, yeah. So everything, I know everything since then's dropped the, dropped the release date with the trailer. Mm. And this time was just like, here's some box art, I guess. Yeah, here's some <laughs> box art that like, here's, here's some box art that some graphic designer threw together in like five minutes for BDSP. Here's some like really, really cute art for Arce- Legends of Arceus though. Legends Arceus looks really good. True. Uh, that one looks good. The, the box other art two, looks really good. When I good. saw them, I genuinely asked myself if these were like, Made up by a fan because they look so jank. Oh, they do. They they don't. They do not look good. No, but you know what? You know what? I think they reflect my expectations for this game. I don't <laughs> disagree with you. I don't have high hopes that BDSP will be more than just Diamond and Pearl again. I mm. I just don't have much hope for it. Which is fine. Right? I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. No, it's a little disappointing that it's sixty dollars for a forty dollars game. But, yes, you know. I mean, you know, Legend of Zelda's doing that too. So what's the difference? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening was not a sixty dollars game. No, it was, it's a good game. It is not a sixty dollars game. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you can go buy it on the 3ds for four dollars. Like, oh, <laughs> shush, 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 shush. It looks pretty. Okay. It but looks these, good. But these don't. But these cover boxes don't. Because <laughs> there was a rumor going around for a little bit where it's just like, oh, yeah, they're going to have different forms on the cover arts like they did for uh, for Omega Ruby Alpha Rise. Sapphire. And I'm just like... They should have if they wanted to hype up, you know? Yeah, uh, they should have. That's what... I mean, I was kind of expecting us to get like some kind of news drop to talk more about the games. Mm-hmm. At least BDSP, right? They could have left Legends out of it because of reasons we're going to talk about, but... I mean, though now we know that it's coming two months after, they're gonna like they're gonna have to overlap news cycles, right? Yeah, well okay, so um so for those of you at home, BDSP is coming out November nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Uh which is not a shock. Not a shock. It's not a shock at all. It's Pokemon. the same time they always Keeping come it consistent. out. Mm-hmm. Uh it's the same time Pokemon games always come out, the Friday before Black Friday. And then Legends of Arceus, uh, with their Q1 2022 release, were just like, yeah, we're going to do that January 28th. So literally two months later. And January <laughs> is such an odd time. It's I'm not so mad weird. About it, I was like, you know, I was expecting March because we yeah. had Pokemon in March. We had Detective Pikachu. So like January is purposely where like a lot of content people, uh, specifically movies, put their trash. Okay. That used to be the case for games, but then Resident Evil's like, we can take January, and those games have been good recently, so... My my full assumption is that it's coming out in January, one, because BDSP was probably intended to be the 2020 game. Like, yeah. that's that's my hard I, opinion now. And I still think that was the case, and they were trying to get Legends Arceus for this year. And yes. Just and I think COVID there. pushed everything back, and then I think in addition to that... There is uh so it's coming out the twenty eighth because they're trying to get back on their cycle, which is a Pokemon game every year, unfortunately. And they typically announce new generations, new games on the twenty seventh of February every year. Mm-hmm. That's probably where they're going to drop something uh, for Generation Nine. And they didn't want Legends Arceus to. Uh, they didn't want to cannibalize it because they didn't want to be like, oh yeah, yeah, by the way, Legends Arceus is coming out tomorrow, but something better is coming out later. And yeah. that's all anybody's going to talk about. So Legends Arceus comes out. Uh, I did see like an interesting thought 
that maybe there's like a compatibility between BDSP and Legends of Arceus that just hasn't been talked about? I mean, they're probably some sort of something because they're both, you know, set in Sinnoh. Yeah, I expect save data to probably do something. Yeah, like, save oh, data would be interesting. I, save you, data. Okay, here's the Azure flute. I think it's a it's really, like, okay, I think cool. it's a really cool way to do mythicals, if anything, right? Yeah, I bet one exactly, will unlock yeah. something in the other. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we obviously have Shaman showing up in BDSP because we know the Floroma Town lady that gives you the Gradacia flowers there, and yeah. so so we we get something. We we can hope if we get an Azure flute in BDSP, it's like oh okay, cool. yeah, I'll call that a win. I. I mean, I could also see that being the way you get something like a Manaphy egg instead of Pokemon Go. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, you uh, you found this egg and, like, you transfer it to your BDSP game to hatch it or whatever. Well, the thing with Pokemon Go giving the Manaphy egg is because Pokemon Go skipped Manaphy, right? Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. No, well, the, I mean, that's the thought, but uh, I don't know. It would be interesting. I'm kind of curious. Uh, I, I think, mm-hmm. I think yeah. considering the player base size of Pokemon Go and how it's shrunk over the past six years... Uh, considerably, there's probably not as much push as there was back in something like 2019 to like make Go compatibility a real big thing. But this game was developed in 2019, probably. Uh, I agree with you, but it, like you could also say Let's Go was developed in like 2017, then, right? Which which it seems makes it a very reactionary product. It was developed 2016, 2017, right? Yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't. So the thing that irks me the most, and I think Sigma, you have a better answer for this. Uh, well, your answer is better for it. I, I'm just irked that this is, we got release dates without trailers. That's uh, so weird. I'm very I irked by that. I think it's because they didn't have anything, uh, you know, to uh, show. I don't want to be they, that. They wanted I to show. I, I, I mean, like, why not? They already had a trailer for the game. I don't want to be that pessimistic because they're usually... I mean, the other thing that bothers me is I got served a YouTube ad for Legends of Arceus, by the way. <laughs> I got served in a YouTube ad uh, after they released the they announced the release date, and it wasn't any new footage or anything. It was just like here's a YouTube ad with everything we've already shown, and it, that, that bothers me a little bit because they usually around the end of May they have like a Pokemon presents or a Pokemon conference that they hold. That's where we got Pokemon mm-hmm. Sleep and all that nonsense. Yeah, we obviously haven't heard anything yet, but it could be like two days. They usually come out before E3, and it sounds like they're announcing something before E3 that's not Pokemon that might affect this. <laughs> Yeah, like, right now there's a lot of smoke around the rumors that they're going to announce, like, Switch Pro or whatever it's going to be called before E3 so that likely companies can show their game footage through the Switch Pro and not be called out for lying, right? It likely has better chips and runs better on a Switch Pro, so you can sell games better that way. Uh, I, it's also very likely the Switch Pro is happening anyway at this point, because I think Samsung actually announced at, like, their investors meeting back in April that, hey, we're getting a boon because we're making all these OLED panels for Nintendo. <laughs> and uh, I believe also people asked about the chip and they were like, we're phasing it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Switch, the chip that's currently running on the Switch, it's like... It's being phased out. From my understanding, what's going to happen is like old Switch just isn't going to exist anymore. It's just going to be this new Switch. Yeah, it's going to be replaced. Switch is just going to get replaced by a good Switch, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And then you have Switch Lite and new Switch, and it's like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm going to buy one when it comes out. So. Oh, I, I, I'm I going to try to pre-order one immediately. If it has 4K, if it's 4K compatible, we're there. Yeah. That's what I heard. That, that's mm-hmm. the rumor that the dock has 4K compatibility. Mm-hmm. It, had, it might even have like a uh, an Ethernet port built in. Oh, which, okay. Why didn't that happen, right? by the way? <laughs> right. Let's take a second <laughs> to think about that. Why is that just not a thing? Two uh, USB 3.0s. That's what's oh, going man. around because apparently like a uh, – a Chinese accessory site leaked the 
leaked some of the information yeah, on the doc. I'm all for it. I, well, so. I wouldn't be surprised if the doc had like a little baby GPU in it itself to like help accelerate. That's that's what I assumed mm-hmm. we were going to get out of the original doc, which we did not. <laughs> <laughs> Even like some fans in the doc would be great. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Nintendo. Oh. I'm not asking for much. Like throw in some fans, man, uh, just to like cool the switch while it's doing this. If that's coming, then I could see like a new trailer coming using the Switch Pro as the source, right? So I don't want to be as pessimistic as Sublime was, which I don't think is invalid, by the way. <laughs> I think that you're they're probably waiting for this to be announced so that they can like buddy off of it. Because it sounds like um, from some of the leakers that are running around, they're just like, oh, well, you're going to get a better. It sounds like you're going to get a better experience with at least like Legends of Arceus on, on this which new Switch. Sense. Which yeah, which that absolutely makes a makes lot sense. of sense. An open world game is probably going to run better on yes. a new Switch, right? Also, I think it might have gotten shoved to Mar- er, January instead of March because maybe that's when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. It's a possibility. Because they can go, hey, five-year anniversary of Breath of the Wild. Here, have Breath of the Wild 2 on a better system. Another reason they might have announced the release dates is so people weren't talking about them in the Pokemon Presents when they're like, Unite is available now. Oh, yeah, that's probably because- true. Because Tencent would be upset if something overshadowed. I, I wonder what's releasing. going on with a lot of the other stuff they're working on. I uh, Part of me thinks that Pokemon might be working on too much. I don't know. If it's just supervisory positions to make sure things come out, yeah. like, it's not a big but deal. I feel like they are also have been pretty good about delegating well, as they pick up more stuff. Yeah, that, <sighs> that's what it is. It's like, if, if they just have producers overseeing things, like it's probably fine. It's like, oh, we're we're just watching over them develop BDSP. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. like, good. I'm glad you're not working on a remake. You do not need to put effort into remakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you probably put too much effort into Let's Go. Yes. Than you needed to, right? Like, you could have given that to someone else and they could have done it. But Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, this is a game that, or this, this is just weird. I don't know. But Pokemon's kind of weird and they just kind of go off the rails all the time. Right. I feel like during mm-hmm. one, every release cycle, there's always been like one break in quote unquote tradition. And, and I mean, they do obviously, constantly innovate and experiment to their credit. Um, I just don't know that BDSP is going to be super exciting. I really do hope that they do something with Switch compatibility so you can just be like, hey, let's transfer the Pokemon. I'm going to say right now that's probably not going to happen for two reasons. One, because I don't believe it's going to happen. And two, because when I say things like this on the show, I get proven wrong. <laughs> the way I describe my my emotions for that is I am pessimistically hopeful. It's like, could it happen? Yes. Do I expect it? No. Yeah, uh-huh. that's where I am. I'm pessimistically hopeful. I want it to happen. Uh, I just don't think it will because I would, I'd love for them to finish the decks on Switch. I feel like that would be like the greatest olive branch they could give to the fan base. It's mm-hmm. just like, hey, we did finish it inevitably. We might have been wrong a little bit. They and won't. They won't. That. But... <laughs> Because, well, you look at, like, the BDSP and, like, it, let's say BDSP is, like, a true faithful remake and it's got, like, national decks for up to Gen 4. And mm-hmm. that means you still have, I think, like, 60 mons still missing. but Snivy. Mm-hmm. You still have 60 mm-hmm. mons still missing. And I don't know. I, I would be – I would expect it to work out if they did something cool like they did uh, – if they brought the Pokemon from – uh legends of arceus too so i i expect there to be more pokemon options in like legends of arceus than just like standard Mm Sinnoh pokemon well we also know from those leaked photos that there are a couple new pokemon seemingly right uh those leaked photos that haven't quite been confirmed i don't know i i feel like legends of arceus was still in swing when we got the trailer but like just the fact that you can start with the rowlet i definitely expect there to be non Sinnoh native pokemon in that well yeah 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 well the whole point of the starters was like hey these came from outside of Sinnoh, 
And then mm-hmm. the, I, I don't know. I could see there being other Pokemon like that moved away, quote unquote, from Sinnoh. Yeah, they could just say it was like migratory or yeah. yeah. Like I could totally see something like Yungus and Gumshoes mm-hmm. being there and being like, yeah, yeah, we took them from Sinnoh and we took them over to Alola. Like Miniors were floating in the sky or something. Yeah, it's like, Miniors oh, okay. could crash there still because like those don't have to be island speci- or Alola specific. But then you know? they all died. So yeah, I feel like Mean Fu and Mean Shao would really enjoy Sinnoh as well. You know? Yeah, I know. I absolutely agree with you. They were in Swish, so I I care less about seeing them more. But yeah, they could be there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. There's just like there's a lot of options that could be happening mm-hmm. with this, and I, I'd like to see how it goes. Yeah, and then I'm interested to see if we do get, like, Gen 9 somehow next year or something. And that's why it's so early before yeah. Pokemon Day, so that they oh, can yeah. announce it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's what it is. Especially if Sword and Shield's just going to continue to be the game that people get to play on, so. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to uh, to this uh, still. I mean, like, I, I like Diamond and Pearl, and I'm okay. I'm, I'm excited to play it with modern hardware, but at the mm. same time, I don't know. I want to see more. They still have, obviously, like, more in the release cycle, especially if it's coming out in November, right? Yeah. Uh, though, I with them so close, maybe they just focus on Legends Arceus more, right? If there's mm-hmm. just nothing new, like, maybe that's what we're going to get, because, like, you don't you do not do pressers during Christmas. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, Legends of Arceus so, is going to be, like, settled by by, like, November, for sure. Like, we'll probably get a trailer in january and maybe one in early december i imagine after bdsp comes out they'll like there's gonna be one trailer that's gonna be like hey you can go ahead and use legends of arceus to connect to your bdsp game and you can transfer Darkrai and arceus over hey maybe maybe they'll add like rowlet and send well rowlet to the game rowlet and oshawott i do not feel hopeful in that but uh not not to sword and shield to <laughs> Uh, well, Rowlet's well, already I mean, in Sword and Shield, there. right? So. Rowlet's already there, but uh, I could see the starters from Arceus making it into BDSB at some point. Uh, yeah, I could. I don't know. I would love to see the other starters from those generations, <laughs> like not not just like <laughs> not just as like a Totodile fan, but also as like a uh, just a general fan of Pokemon. Like I, I don't know. I like mm-hmm. I feel for Sublime. You know, like Oshawott's there. Yeah. yeah. Like, my favorite Pokemon has been missing this entire generation, and it's lame. It's a bum. It's it's a bummer. Like, it's a huge bummer. It is. It is. I was kind of hoping and, like, waiting out Gen 8 just to see, hey, well, maybe every Pokemon will show up in some form or another. And I'm still kind of waiting <laughs> for a good number Peralligator of them. Alligator didn't even make it into Snap, did it? No. No, it didn't. <laughs> that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's... That's yeah, it. like oh. uh, if Raligator goes all of Gen Eight without showing up, I think like that's a that's not a good sign for Pokemon as a whole. I don't know. Uh, it's like at least the Snivy line made it into. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I will tell you, I have taken way too many pictures of Superior. <laughs> we gotta buy. We, you gotta buy that little printer so you can print them out and put them in your wallet. Oh, keep them close to you forever. Don't think I won't. Don't think I won't frame it in my office. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I I I I don't want to make too much speculation, just because I I want yeah, you know, good things to happen. With like, yeah, with the a new with the new uh, console coming, maybe they have some coals in the burner that they are putting more effort into that we don't know about. Yeah, yeah. we can always be hopeful, I mean, I think- especially because it's a remake. You know, why do they need to make a big trailer for something yeah. like you know? It's Legends Arceus that I'm concerned for. Yes, uh, without a trailer. Yes, like that's I don't one. need to see another BDSP trailer. They'll yeah. they'll show more, but I don't need one. Yeah, well, since it's coming out later, yeah, maybe it's being pushed back a bit because it's coming out after BDSP. 
and they don't want to yeah. minimize yeah. hype for BDSP. Uh, yeah. With like a new switch, I with a new switch with like a newer processor, I feel like that's a good reason to not show more footage of Arceus right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, I think you wait for you wait for the new switch so you can be like Legends of Arceus plays better on new switch. Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, and th- that was why it was originally supposed to be the Christmas game this year, so that you had a title that would be benefit from the new console, <laughs> and uh, it didn't happen because of COVID. So we pushed. Uh, we pushed back everything a couple months. Uh, Legends mm-hmm. of Arceus, I, I hope to see some improvement in, in the near future, just because there were some issues with the original trailer. They showed very l- yeah. little gameplay. And I'd like to make, I'd like to hear to see if like any of the rumors that were, that launch, that came out like with the footage before it was announced, uh, mm-hmm. are true because like they're talking about like semi real time battle system, stuff like yeah. that. And, one, as a Pokemon fan, I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess it's just a single-player game, so maybe it could be okay. I was going to say, in a game without multiplayer, I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. Part, yeah. <laughs> like, multiplayer does hold things like that back, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I could. I wouldn't so. want to do that in multiplayer. I feel, as much as, like, Super Smash Brothers is really big, I just don't think it would be as fun for people to play Pokemon if that if it became something like that with reaction time, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, I, it's far more accessible with turn-based, yes, right? Yes, it's far yeah. more accessible in my And if you want opinion. something real-time, uh, go play Pokken. We got that, too, you know? Play like, Pokken, that game. That exists. <laughs> yeah, you could. It. You could. They yeah. have it. You can win money with it, I guess. I mean, they, they'll <laughs> never get rid of it at Worlds for some reason, so it might be yeah. easy money. I don't know why you know? <laughs> they're still supporting that at Worlds. It's very confusing to me. It's kind of amazing it still exists without more support. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't gotten anything such Aegislash and Blastoise. Like, that was two, two, three years ago now? Yeah. It's been a while since we've gotten any Pokken DLC. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Pokemon Go and Unite can take up the mantle. It, can they? <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Pokemon Unite's going to be kind of hype. Yeah, Unite's going to be very big, I suspect, competitively. It's going to be mm-hmm. very, be uh, its nature. Yeah. very big. I'm excited for that. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out in June. Oh, if they just lo- if they just like shadow dropped it, I think that's 100% reasonable. Like it's been through a few betas now. It's had two betas in China, Canadian beta. It's probably about ready for launch, mm-hmm. I think at this point. Yeah, it was 2018 was the last time we got an update to that game. Uh wow. Okay. Uh then we did get an update uh, about it in 2021 when somebody like asked the producer on Twitter when we're going to if we're going to get a sequel and he responded mm-hmm. with and this just means not right now. It's up to Nintendo and the Pokemon company to decide is what his response was. So, uh, yeah, that's not happening for a hot so minute. So, no. <laughs> uh, we're going to keep that in mind. I mean, they keep pushing it, but, you know. Um, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, listen, they're, they're playing it at Worlds. They keep pushing it, but they're not yeah. asking for more. Yeah. Uh, that's. Uh, yeah. I think they want people to play it and nobody wants to play it. It's fine. It's whatever. Mm. Thanks, Pokemon. It's cool. I mean, like. If that's your if that's your thing, you have it. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, I think it's, it's okay. This is a good place to wrap up. <laughs> we <laughs> this is a good place to wrap up. I think uh, I think we just need to wait like another couple of weeks on this news cycle to see what we get. I think they just wanted to drop the they wanted to drop release dates early so that they could get those out of the way and just focus on gameplay at E3. You'll honestly. see something by November. How about yeah. that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, for sure. Right? I wouldn't be surprised if we get a. I wouldn't be surprised if we get, they were holding a new trailer for RCS for E3. Oh yeah, because it's I can an see that. Game. Especially if it's going to like run better on the new Switch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I could absolutely like, see that's that. that's something you show off at E3. Well, I could see them. I, well, I could see them announcing like this week the new Switch. E3 starts on the twelfth, yeah. right? So that's a that's a couple that's a couple weeks away still. And 
I can see, but like new Switch gets announced and like two days later we get a Pokemon Direct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. It's a possibility, yeah. Uh, I could see that happening. So uh, just keep your eyes out. I mean, we don't get news about Pokemon Directs until like two days beforehand. Um, yeah. if we're lucky, sometimes it's 24 hours. So I mean, there was that time they gave us a week and we ruined it by saying that Heart Gold Soul Silver remakes were coming or something. So <laughs> let's go, Joe. Yeah, got Pokemon and Unite. Now they're never, they're never going to give us a week ahead of it again because of that. They, Good job, the thanks. expectations are <laughs> too high. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's a Ho-Oh in the background. We're getting our, we're getting our gold silver remix. Oh, again. let's, let's not talk about it. All right. Uh, so yeah, good place to stop. We're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will catch you guys on the flip flop when we give you the Pokemon of the episode. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 445, Garchomp, the mock Pokemon. When it folds up its body and extends its wings, it looks like a jet plane. It flies at sonic speed. Everybody forgets he flies. Everybody. Unless you watch the anime ever. I was going to say, if you watch the Alolan anime, it flew a lot. It did. It did fly a lot. I think people forget that it flies, and I think that's a fair thing to forget. (laughs) It's a sky shark. It's like the tremors of Pokemon. Yeah, like it gets you on the sky, it gets you on the land, it gets you underground. You ain't safe nowhere from Garchomp, you know? Garchomp is scary. Unless it's a mega Garchomp, because then it's not scary. And then it's too (laughs) thick to chase you. He's the OG uh, broken uh, Gen 4 Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's true though he like broke competitive in uh gen 4 way back in the day to be fair Sandvale was its only ability at the time yeah okay it was but it also broke gen 4 competitive <laughs> and it's literally because it had a base 102 speed that is the reason no other reason it was a very very good speed yeah they didn't need to do that they know what they were doing they did, because if you look at his stats, everything else is rounded off on five except for the HP and the speed, because they just stole the two points from the HP. Surprisingly bulky HP, by the way. 108 HP, base HP, which is surprisingly bulky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a frail Pokemon. 130 base attack, 95 base defense, 80 base special attack, 80 special, 85 special defense, and 102 speed. Uh, I mean, all of these things are good. Yep. And, uh, well, I mean, the other thing you could have been in Gen 4 was Lottie, right? Did he not have rough skin in Gen 4? No, it's a hidden ability. Is it really? It is. He wow. was only Sand Veil. He was only Sand Veil. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep it that way. I mean, Tyranitar was good back then, so it was... Yeah, it was a good partner. Well, weather was permanent. Yep. And... Oh, not permanent weather. <laughs> the only other weather option was Obama Snow. Yep. Yeah. Tyranitar and Hippowdon were good, and the other option was Obama Snow because there was yep. no rain or sunsetters yet. So, yep. Gen Four. <laughs> Wait, when it got uh, by the time it would have gotten rough, uh, yeah, by the time it would have gotten rough skin, you would have had permanent weather Politoed. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yes. It is. I mean, he's surprisingly good. He is Garchomp. I mean, it's never been bad. I yeah. was going to say, it's not surprisingly good. It's just always good. It's like, like always it's never good. not been good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his typing's good, too, because Ground is one of, like, the better offensive typings. Uh, and Dragon is, obviously, as well. Dragon's also decent defensively. Uh, it just, like, mm. compounds his ice weakness. That's all. And ice is very bad 
type to be all the time. Like, Lando's still good, and he has the same weakness, so take that for what you <laughs> yeah. will. Take that for what you will. It's nice to carry a nice move. It's not nice to carry a nice type. Yes, it's lovely to have ice coverage. It's not nice to have stab ice, because then... That means you're a nice type. <laughs> so we've got a uh, VGC team today for this. Um, I I imagine that the guard chomp, the guard chomp's on this team. I don't think he's the star. <laughs> he, he's not the star. He's not the star. He's here for dealing with sun teams. Yeah. And he's here for dealing with Moltres teams. Yes. He's just uh, like, hey, Moltres, what you doing, bud? That's when we're leading with them. It's when we're dealing with those. Two. That's what he's doing. Uh, he's got an assault vest so that he becomes a bulky boy with rough skin. Uh, introduced in Gen 5, TM. And he is a, uh, he's got his adamant nature with 204 HP EVs, 252 attack EVs, and 52 special defense. I assume that's to, like, live some kind of fiery wrath. Probably something like that. When you go big and click the max ground, you're boosting it even more. Yes. He's got his earthquake on, his dragon claw on, his rock tomb on. This is because he's going big and he's going to max rock something. And he's got Stomping Tantrum. For when you need to single a tr- target with your ground attack. Uh, I'm just going to claim another thing because we forgot to talk about who gets what. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, grab Blastoise so that we can just go down the list from here. Uh, this is a G-Max Blastoise, probably the real star of the team and what you want to try to make work. With Life Orb, he's got Torrent. He's uh, Sigma made him shiny for himself. and I did. He's got... 116 EVs in HP, 4 in defense, 252 in special attack, so he can do that damage. 4 special defense, 132 speed, modest nature. What's it outrunning? Do you know what it's outrunning? That's basically. I don't know exactly, but we also have uh, the next thing to control speed a lot. Okay. Uh, He's running Water Spout because he's a Blastoise. He's running Blizzard because he's a Blastoise. And Scald because he's a Blastoise. And Yawn for fun to mess up Dynamax. So I like that. I like that. I like the Yon. I like the Yon tech. This is a very surprising VGC team, by the way. There's like two protects. Uh, three. There are three. That's okay because uh, this Thunderous is definitely a VGC. Oh, there is a detect though. Yeah. Well, that's that counts. I counted that. <laughs> yeah, that's three with the detect. There are three. There are three protects, which is far less than typical. Like usually, at least have four. Yeah. Usually, you're expecting four to five protects, but it's okay. Next up, I guess I'll go with this Thunderous. With a citrus berry. We're running prankster this time. We're not defined. Oh, this is just this is just thunderous, I guess. Uh well no, this is bad thunder this is bad thunderous, actually. Uh, VGC has always favored prankster thunderous. Okay, that's not true. That's not true now. Defiance really big right now. I, I yeah, but like prankster has always like has consistently been oh, yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah. I would agree. This is classic thunderous. This is classy yeah. thunderous. This is like a good fake out for your opponent right now. Yeah. Because so many people are used to the Dynamax Defiant mm-hmm. ones because it's like, oh, it's a Lando. Goodbye, Lando. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to boost my speed now. Or Incineroar, same. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, since we're a Prankster Thunderous, that means we're bulky with the max HP, the 108 in defense, and the 148 special defense with a bold nature because we are a bulky, bulky Thunderous. This whole team's bulky. <laughs> like with the exception of two Pokemon. <laughs> Our attacks are Thunderbolt. Priority Eerie Impulse, which means special attackers go away. Yeah. Unless they're Galarian Moltres. Galarian Moltres does not go away because dark type. Yep. But other things. It's like, oh, that's that's a cute... Well, no, you don't do it to Milotic either. But special attackers aren't going to scare you. Scary face to drop the speed stat by two on a Pokemon. 
beautiful. And nice speed control that is very good for, like, a Blastoise, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have Substitute to uh, stall out Dynamax, I guess. Mm-hmm. With the Citrus Berry, you could get an extra Substitute, potentially. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Next up, we have our Rillaboom holding a Miracle Seed with Grassy Surge because we're Rillaboom and we're not running any other ability <laughs> ever. We're Gigantamax, we have 180 HP, max attack, and 76 speed, adamant nature, with standard grassy glide, knockoff, woodhammer, protect, so no fake out on the Rillaboom, but that's, that's fine. Fake out's, fake out's optional. Fake out's optional. Yeah, it is optional on a Rillaboom. Usually you want the two grass moves just yeah. in case they get rid of your terrain. Yeah, it's optional. But yeah, Sublime, finish us off. All right, we got everybody's favorite fiery dog, or, well, your mileage may value it very, because there's a lot of fiery dogs, but we got Entei running a Shuckaberry with inner focus, which is fantastic. Adamant nature, he's strong boy, max attack, 252, uh, 52 in special defense and 204 in speed. Uh, if you run an Entei, you know you're bringing sacred fire, so you're bringing that to, uh, to the party, uh, for the burns. Uh, extreme speed, that gives you fantastic, uh, priority in, uh, VGC, so that's nice. Protect, because somebody had to have it. And Stomping Tantrum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we're gonna finish up with Unurshifu, so there you have it. It is the Dark type, yes? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, it's the Dark type. Oh, uh, with Unseen Fist, so Gigantamax, and we got that 252 attack, 252 speed, 4 defense, Jolly Nature. Uh, and then we're running Detect, not Protect, we got Detect. We're not getting imprisoned. Yes, right, nope. don't even try to imprison it. <laughs> That's honestly the only reason you run Detect, is to prevent imprisonment. Yes, only because imprisoning Because <laughs> it's rarer, exactly. Uh, but you also, obviously, you have your Wicked Blow, and then we also have Sucker Punch in Close Combat, so. More priority pot- options, love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this looks like a funnish team. I mean, I just like Blastoise teams, though. I'm just a fan of Blastoise. It does uh, look like a fun team. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the Blastoise. I'm a sucker I, for Blastoise, yeah. I see Venusaur and Charizard are everywhere, but Blastoise isn't, and it has the same attack. So I feel like that's just, fun. like, the story of Blastoise. That used to be the story of Venusaur. Then it became the story of Blastoise. <laughs> Venusaur's always been, like, one of the best Gen 1 starters. And then it has, but I feel like it was the least loved, but it started getting a lot of love, but competitively start getting a lot of love. That's completely true. Venusaur was the best like forever until Gen 6. And there's like, yeah, Charizard's good because it took us it took us two forms to figure that out to make that happen. And then Venusaur was like, but I'm still good with my one form. And Blastoise is over here like, yeah, I guess I'm still a Pokemon. I got Megalodon, I guess. Yeah. And they got rid of Megas, and Venusaur was still good. Let's not talk about Megas being gone. <laughs> Chlorophyll's just a good ability, too. Yeah. yeah, Chlorophyll on Venusaur is just good. I miss Megas. Like, especially Chlorophyll Sleep Powder? Ugh. Ugh. I would love to see Megas make a return. Oh, God. Sleep Powder, Chlorophyll. Mm. Good times. Anyway. <laughs> yep. Well, that's, uh, yeah, if you want to try out the team, feel free to come over to the Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. Uh, we really want to hang out with you. So it's a great place to do it. Great place to get a bunch of cool teams to play around with. And we're soon to get some BSS ones ready for the summer league. That's going to be starting up very mm-hmm. soon. So keep an eye out get for that. Ready to see lots of Zapdos and Cinderace. Yep. Every day. Every day. <laughs> All right. On that note, though, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's me. 
time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we'll probably read it on the show, if not in an extended mailbag on YouTube. Uh, this segment is always brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we'll give out the Green Taurus badge to anybody we think de- made good conversation or something like that, right? That's what we do. Sure. Yeah. That's the word. We don't play favorites. It's The rules don't, there are no rules. It's just if we feel like it. We don't live on memes here. We, we don't live on memes uh, or anything. We're like so. the MPAA. You don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, we don't we don't have anything. Yeah. Uh, so uh, last week we gave you a prompt uh, and we asked you guys, uh, which gym leader do you think would win the Hunger Games? <laughs> which was a fun topic to do in general. And it was a fun one to listen to. It was a fun one to, to do. I, I enjoyed doing that one. I enjoyed writing the tweet for it. It was fun. It was very fun. <laughs> It was a good time. Uh, so let's go ahead and break down this uh, break down these emails. Our first one this week is going to come from Tia. And so we're going to go ahead and read it. And Tia says, hi, Thatch Sublime and R Sigma. Tia here after a while. This topic was kind of interesting. So here we are. I'll get right to it. Let me first say yes. After everything, Koga is still the favorite. But this might sound like a hot take. I don't think the psychic gym leaders have it as good. This is because there are other factors going to the Hunger Games, like morale, starvation, medicine, strategy, etc., etc. I would like to point out that everybody that wrote in this week, I read them all. Uh, they have put in far more thought than we ever did. <laughs> and they are... Yeah, because we spent like 20 minutes on it in our lives and moved on, to be fair. That's you know? true. That's true. But I, I, I appreciate the work they put into it. That's what I'm going to say. Uh... In a war of attrition, psychic types who have no physical stats or knowledge of other things are probably not going to do well. Considering these things into the equations, then Koga is even more favored. As a poison master, Koga would know some stuff about medicine, and ninjas are known to be both stoic and strategic. For food, Koga would probably know which plants and fruits are safe to eat. However, I would like to revisit some of the candidates and swap out a few and bring in my, bring in my pick for the dark horse. For Kalos, I would bring in Karina. She'd be the ultimate entertainment fighter, sliding around on the rollerblades and bludgeoning people with brass knuckles. I think she would knock out a few people unexpectedly, but her lack of experience would end up being her downfall. Yeah, she a mess. Kalos has a lot of good options, though. Yeah. Grant's yeah. pretty good as a rock climber, right? Yep. And Ramos will cut you, you know? He has a giant scissor weapon. He has the scissors! <laughs> he, the scissors. he will cut you! <laughs> oh, God. And he also probably knows plants, right? Oh. So <laughs> For Galar, Kabu would get a broken back on the way to retire his spot to to uh, Olympia or Sabrina. Kabu is a mega boomer. Go like go watch the show on TV. Don't participate. Okay, he's always jogging though. He's, yeah, he's, he's like all yeah no like mm-mm. if you are putting effort into your body at that age, you can still be a boss. You know exactly. Okay, okay, but now some of you are wondering, Tia, who is your dark horse? Well, my dark horse is Brock. Brock Harrison, the nope. first gym leader of Kanto. Nope. Specifically, nope. specifically the anime version. Think Still no. Nope. In terms of cooking, he's probably second only to the Monkey Brothers because he knows his food. Brock can probably tell which plants and fruits are poisonous. He also has medical knowledge, for, which is rare for most gym leaders. Brock is also pretty good at strategy and often seen as an anchor and big brother figure in Ash's group. Not to mention, he's pretty physically fit and has experience traveling in multiple regions and terrains. 
Do I also need to mention that he's helped save the world and has been in life-risking situations multiple <laughs> times? The only downside to Brock is he tends to think with his number 95. But yeah, I think Koga would win. Cheers, Tia. I don't know. I, I'm okay with it. I still think Koga wins, but... We came, we came to the right conclusion. You know what? I was looking at a lot of the e- emails, and a lot of them agreed with us they that do. Koga they would do. take right. it without question. You're right. You're right. I was expecting everyone to say we were so wrong, and here's why. And as it mostly was people agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> if you disqualify him for being an Elite Four member now, then who knows? Yeah. That's yeah, but you know, Koga ain't no taking out Koga, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. He's scary. Yeah. All right, this next one is going to be from Beta. I think Sublime wanted that one, right? That's correct. That's right. That's right. Because I was already on it open when we were deciding. You got it. You got it. That's right. All right. How do you do, Puckle Crew? Beta here, writing in for my very first time, despite telling myself that I'll write in for the mailbag almost after every episode for the last year. The topic got me not only thinking about some of the wacky characters that are the gym leaders in the wonderful world of Pokemon, but also wishing to reread the Hunger Games series again, as it has been a while since I visited that world. Something that I don't think is really well told in Pokemon is how a gym leader gains their status. It's not. So I was thinking, wouldn't it be interesting if all of the gym leaders were at one point in their time champions of one of the games? So when we talk about who we think would go and compete for each region... It'll be actually, like, who's returning, like, in the quarter quell. Mm. Uh, okay. I, okay. I'll be honest. I don't know that much about the Hunger Games. I actually haven't read the book, so, like... Well, I've only seen the movies. But the quarter quell, what happens is every 25 years, they bring back past champions instead of having new ones. Yeah, I saw that in the second movie. I was like, ooh, that's shady. Yeah. But I, no, I hear you. they did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. They did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, It's like, it's got, like, this comedic scene where, like... I don't know. It's like where they just like, oh, it's the ceremony to go pick. And there's literally one name in the jar for the female champion from District 12. Hateful. Because it's just Katniss. Hateful. And yeah. There's two yeah. From, there's two for the men. And it's just like, and they have like the giant bull <laughs> still. And it's just like, okay, this is dumb. But that's the Very point. bad. That's anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Dystopia. Mm-hmm. I mean, look outside. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know this doesn't really explain or quantify their Pokemon battling abilities, but I still thought it was a cool concept nonetheless. Also, while it may be hard imagining some of these gym leaders ever winning the games in the first place, maybe they played it out the way uh, Haymitch did. That's true. Maybe. Maybe. I find it hard to... You know what? It's going to be Miss Miltank crying and then like sucker punching you when you think she's crying. That's what it's going to be. Yep. There you go. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, when it comes to who would participate from each region, I think it would come out as Koga representing Kanta with his ninja skills, although I do believe that Lieutenant Surge may have some experience in fighting that would give Koga a run for his money. Representing Johto would have to be Chuck, as no one else in the region really seems to be able to compete with him in physical combat prowess. I forgot Chuck existed. I mean, I just thought he was kind of too bulky, you know, not fast enough. Yeah, he's he's a big boy. Yeah, he he chonky, you know? Mm -hmm. He thick. Uh, so Hoenn comes down to Brawley and Norman, as Brawley is an experienced fighter, and Norman just seems to have a deep sense of understanding what's around him. His times in the previous games have hardened him, but no one wants to see their dad end up in a fight to the death. So Brawley it is. I mean, someone might. They might have daddy issues. You never know. Mm, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I believe that Byron has the best chance of winning from Sinnoh, as he's definitely experienced and in good shape from his work in the mines. Crasher Wake is just a little bit too much of a wild card for me. 
<laughs> to have faith in him winning all out. I completely agree. He got that shovel. That's the thing for me. Is Byron have that shovel? So he just ready at all times with a weapon. <laughs> He's going to be in the mine. This is me talking now, but he's just going to be in the mine, sneaking up behind you. Bam. Shovel. Oh my gosh. The South Bend mm-hmm. shovel slammer. Shovel. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> okay, let me get back to the email. I just, I, I see it for him. I agree. All right. In fact, Raiden has been described as wrestling Pokemon to train. If he can wrestle his Haxorus, he can survive the games. Mm-hmm. Kalos came down to Wolfric and Ramos. Okay. <laughs> but Wolfric is described as a softie, and Ramos always carries those giant shears yes. that seem quite threatening. <laughs> Oh okay, I want this one to win, okay? Because this next part is just too much for me. We don't talk about Alola. <laughs> and lastly for Galar, Kabu seems like he's the most well-trained and ready to go. I see the final fight coming down to Drayden and Koga, but Koga's ninja training is really just too much for anyone to overcome. You see that part. All right, sorry for the very long email, but I thought the topic was super interesting to write about. Catch you on the flip-flop. Beta. Thank you for that, Beta. <laughs> I love that. We oh. don't talk about Alola. <laughs> we don't talk about Alola. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, this next one is going to come to you from Trainer Gray. Yeah. This one's from Sigma. How do you do, Buckle Crew? Trainer Gray here. I just finished the most recent episode and decided I had to write in the second I got the chance. This week's mailbag question was, which gym leader do you think would win the Hunger Games? And while I think you guys did a great job, I think there were a few things I would have changed. First off is Drayden as a candidate. I think Drayden would have been the perfect person to go through the Hunger Games. He would be that guy who would punch and he would just give you a deadly stare as if you hadn't just hit him with all your might. Ooh, nice. Mm. <laughs> Second off, I think Faulkner would have won. <laughs> no. Well, we can stop right there. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, but, hmm. He would be a, the underdog that no one would expect to win, and in the finals, he would face Trayden and win with that last-ditch effort strategy. That said, you guys still did an amazing job of picking the Hunger Games candidates, and I liked how Koga won in kind of an unfair way. <laughs> <laughs> That's how every Hunger Games goes. Life's not fair. Mm-hmm. I have one last thing to talk about before I go. During last week's mailbag, you asked, what is your Pokemon spirit animal? And to be honest, I like this question so much, I wanted to talk about it this week. I honestly think my spirit Pokemon would be a Lucario. I was born in the year that the Diamond and Pearl released. Oh, God. Those were the games that Lucario was introduced in. I also feel like I can kind of read people's auras, and I can feel how they are feeling. My last piece of evidence is my character. I don't like to cheat. I like to be honorable, and like a Lucario picks its trainer, I only make friends with people I respect. The only question left is, what is your spirit Pokemon? We answered this when we made the question. Everybody's answering this question like three weeks later. <laughs> and when we, when we, I mean, I wasn't on that week, but you, you don't even need to ask. So, <laughs> yes, uh, the answer is Survivor. Yeah, nothing makes you feel old like someone saying, "I was born the year Diamond and Pearl came out." <laughs> right. Uh, 
I was like, no, 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 no saying that. God. People were I could just see my AARP card. Opinion, okay? After the year 2000, yeah. nobody was born. Very that. <laughs> the youngest anybody is right now is 21. Ooh. Okay. That is correct. <laughs> that is that is where I'm at in my life. Uh, yeah. Aging. Uh, anyway. Right. All right. Uh, so I guess uh, Green Taurus Badge, do we like anybody in particular? I loved Beta. Beta. Then. We don't talk about Alola. <laughs> I'm still about obsessed with it, yeah. Beta, you get the Green Taurus Badge. You just just come to the Discord at PuckleDiscord.com and you can get it. Be sure if you want to uh, hang out with us again uh, throughout the week, though, you can also go to PuckleDiscord.com. If you want to write us an email next week, we'll have a prompt for you. Uh, I don't know if I want to ask, like, what do you think about the release dates? But do you like the cover art for BDSP? Question mark. There'll be better stuff in the show notes. I'll come up with it overnight. Uh, but do you like the Diamond and Pearl Do you cover? like Moist Dialga and Fuzzy Pearl? Or fuzzy, yeah, no, yeah. we're done. Uh, <laughs> we're done. Uh, we, yeah, let us know at fucklepodcast.gmail.com. We'll have a better question for you guys in the show notes. And then, of course, you can always go and uh, hang out with us, like I said, at pucklediscord.com, where you can get access to our Discord and just hang out with us all the time. You can, of course, always hang out with us on social media over at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can go ahead and check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash podcast. You can also check us out at Twitch on Tuesdays and Thursdays for sure, and like random other days that Claude or Whimsicott or anybody feels like streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. You can, of course, always uh, support the show monetarily over at Twitch by dropping us a Twitch Prime subscription or a regular subscription, whichever one you feel. Uh, Or you could go get cool perks like being able to listen to our anime podcast, over at Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast. And you can also, of course, uh, keep up with us throughout the week uh, there as well and get access to Breeder Bot and Pokemon giveaways and whatnot. Uh, on that note, though, I have been Trainer Thatch. I continue to be sublime. And I've been Arsigma. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Oh, see?